Let's talk teens. You may have one in your house right now as we are speaking. You may be uh, the grandparent of a teen, or maybe you are a teen. We have teens who listen to the yes, show. Yes, we do. These are challenging years, for sure. We all know that's true. And sometimes life gives you way more questions than answers. And and yet it seems like everyone expects you as a teenager to figure it out. You just need to figure this thing out. Well, Christelle Acevedo is with us this morning, and she has co-written a book that is pretty pretty cool, actually. Three big questions that shape your future. Let's take a look at the questions. Uh, the first one is, is who am I? In other words, uh, it's when teenagers are like, okay, who am I? What is my identity? And and guys, we're coming at this from a Christ-centered biblical perspective. Our teens, mm-hmm. teens have always been challenged with this who am I question, oh, yeah. haven't they? There's nothing new under the sun, I guess. No. No, and I, and really, this is a question that everyone struggles with at some point, whether you're a child, a teen, or an adult. Sometimes, I mean, I'm 37, and sometimes I'm still like, wait a minute, who am I? <laughs> um, because <laughs> as we grow into new seasons, we take on new identities, right? Like, I became a wife, I became a mom, I, I started working at a church, and so all these parts of my identity were added, but ultimately, I have to remind myself that my ultimate identity is in Christ. And so that's really the how we're trying to guide our teenagers as well, because the world is trying to tell them who they are. The world is trying to say, oh, be this, be that. Don't do that. You know, don't be that, be this. And what we're trying to remind them of is of their true identity in Christ. Mm. So that's really what that question is all about. Yeah. Amen to that. Some of the challenges that teenagers are dealing with these days, I mean, let's just take one. Let's, you know, social media and screen mm-hmm. time and all of that. It's hard mm-hmm. to na- it's hard enough to navigate this stuff back in the old days when I was a teenager. <laughs> but but now these young whippersnappers, let me tell you what, they have a lot of stuff going on, don't they? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's so, like, that's why, I mean, even me, when I was a teenager, when social media and the Internet was just coming around, you know, <laughs> And I was just learning that, man, the, what teens today have to navigate is so big. And I always encourage the, the teen girls that I disciple, that I, that I am in a small group with, I tell them, like, listen, like, what is your purpose of being on social media? And how can we create boundaries so that you don't become overwhelmed and so that those voices don't drown out the voice of God in your life? Wow. See, this is really important. And peer pressure, I mean, there again, you know, some of the principles we're talking about here, yeah, we're talking about teenagers, but like you alluded to, Christelle, it's, you know, we as adults still grapple with this. And one of them, one of those things is peer pressure. And uh, yeah, it just, we still deal with that as adults even. Oh, definitely. Oh, all the time. I mean, like I said, when I became a mom, there's like a whole mom culture out there that there's this pressure to, to parents a certain way and be a certain type of mom that, you know, we have to remember, like, what is God calling me to and how can I fulfill what God has called me to in my unique circumstance? I like that. What Mm -hmm. about as parents and even grandparents? I know the dynamic's different with grandparents, but Mm -hmm. how can we help our teens find their Mm -hmm. identity in Christ? They need to... Mm You know, mm-hmm. it's tough. It's like, when do I say something? How do I say it? It's a difficult right. season of life. How do I oh, navigate yeah. this without stepping on some landmines? Yeah, I mean, it's 
there, I don't think there's one blanket answer that can cover every situation because every situation is so unique. Right. And so for one, I always say prayer, like we have to go to God first. We have to pray and ask God to give us wisdom, to give us direction because the Holy spirit will do that for us. Right. And, and in that way, we're not trying to get ahead of God, right? We're not coming at it from a spirit of fear, but from a spirit of trust that God sees, that God cares, and that, that really that God loves our teenagers more than we do. And so we can trust that he will guide us if we are patient to listen for his voice and his guidance. And then second of all, I think it's important to let teenagers ask their questions. That's one of the things that we talk about in the book, that that God is not scared of your questions. So if your teen has a lot of questions, that's not a bad thing. Like let them explore those questions. Let give them space to to ruminate and to to think out loud and without judgment, without feeling like, oh, if I ask this question, is my mom or is my grandma are they going to look at me a certain way? Like, no. Let them know that they are loved, that this is a safe space for them to ask their questions so that we can find the answers together. Mm, I like that. That means yeah. open lines of communication, which can be a challenge. Yeah. Yes. Yep. <laughs> All right. So who am I is one of the big questions. Here's another one. Where do I fit in? Where do oh, I fit gee. in all yeah. of this? Uh, mm-hmm. How do we begin to grapple with this one? Yeah. So that's really the question of belonging. And that is something that we, it is so evident in the lives of our teenagers. I mean, and again, in everyone, these are age old questions, right? But teens especially are in a space where they want to know where they belong because oftentimes they feel like such, like such outsiders are like such misfits, you know, and they're, and they're thinking like, okay, who is going to accept me? Because I know all my quirks and all my hangups and like, are people really going to accept me for me? Am I going to belong to any certain group? Or are they going to kick me out once they learn about my quirks and my hangups? And so that question of belonging is really about um, helping teenagers see that, first of all, they belong to God, that God will never disown them, right? They are a son or a daughter of God always. Mm-hmm. And that another safe place that they can belong is in the context of the local church, mm-hmm. which I know, again, can be challenging because there are, so many different types of churches, and I know that, you know, I want to recognize that there are, are churches that have been hurtful for, for certain individuals, but, but I truly believe, and, and Brad and Karen, I truly believe that the local church is, is God's, you know, plan A. It's God's family. Um, it's God's plan A for, for ministry on this earth, and so if we can get plugged into God's family, if we can know that we belong in God's family, then that is going to be to our benefit, to our team's benefit, because they have a safe, uh, again, a safe space where they can ask questions, where they can grow, where they can learn and and have people, a support system around them. I'm thinking about Proverbs uh, 22, verse 6. Most of us know this verse, train up a child in the way he should go. Even when mm-hmm. he is old, he will not depart from it. Um, and, and what's interesting is if you read the Bible commentators on this, Basically, what's being said in this verse is train up a child according to his bent. In other words, we can interpret that as saying train up a child according to how God has put him or her together. And to be there, that helps, you know, I mean, this could be a guiding verse for us. We need to observe, you know, some of the gifts that God has given them, capitalize on that, and, Mm -hmm. and somehow channel that into, well, here's the third big question. 
can I really make a difference in the world? What difference can I make? It's tied in to the gifting and the passions that God has given us, isn't it? Exactly. Yes. I love that because so the, another question that people ask was like, what is my purpose, right? What is my purpose in this world? Why am I, why am I even here? And I always encourage teens who ask that question. I ask, I, in return, I ask, well, what are you passionate about? What are you good at? What, what, what are your gifts? What do you like to do? And those, when we discover those answers, then we discover our purpose because God is not going to be like, well, I know you really hate being outside, so I'm going to make you, you know, a gardener and you're going to just <laughs> all the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, no, yeah. if, if, you, if you are an artist, if God has given you that gift to be able to draw and paint, then uh, God is going to direct you to a purpose where you can use those gifts to glorify him, to bring heaven to earth, to tell others about his love. So our purpose is really tied up within our gifts and our passions. And that's, I mean, when I first discovered that myself, I was so happy because at first I lived in fear of like, well, is God going to ask me to do this, this thing that I really don't want to do? Like not, I mean, of course there are going to be times when you're going to be uncomfortable. Life is not all about being comfortable and, and staying in a safe little box, but also God created us. Like he's our creator. He knows our intimate most parts and he he gave us our gifts, our passions, our likes, our dislikes, all of that. And and he is a good God, a good father who is going to give us a purpose that is tied up in all of that. You know what I love about this? We're talking about teenagers, and yet I know that there are people listening right now, and they're like, I needed to hear this for me, yeah. and I'm far from being a teenager. Oh, yeah. That was a, That's way in my rearview mirror, trust me. Uh, mm-hmm. When it comes, yeah, because these principles are timeless. They're yes. biblical. They're Christ-centered. Yes. This is good for each and every one of us. Christelle, before we let you go, what about the grandparents? That is a different kind of role in a way. Well, not in a way. It's a different role than parents. But sometimes mm-hmm. we feel, I don't know, like we're not really having an impact on the lives of our grandkids who are teens. Mm-hmm. What's some yeah. advice you could give us if we're in that boat today? Yeah, you know, well, here's what I, I'm very, very close to my grandmother, my abuelita. That's what I call her, abuelita. And she, she is one of the most influential people in my life throughout from the time I was a child to a teenager to now as an adult, as a mother. And it's because she has been constant. She has been steady. You know, she's always been there. And it's not always that she was, you know, giving me advice or telling me what to do or anything like that. But just the fact that she was there, her presence was the the greatest gift for me because I knew that I could always count on her. And so I don't think grandparents have to have any kind of big, you know, revelation for their grandkids. I think it's really just as 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 we grow older, we appreciate our grandparents even more for the wisdom that they carry, for the life experience that they carry. And even if the, your teen doesn't see it right now, they will if you continue to be just a constant presence in their life, a, a, a place of love. My grandma was always a place of love and acceptance for me, never judgmental, always just had her arms open and tortillas and, and arroz con frijoles. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So, oh, that sounds so good like, right now for breakfast. So, so, I so like it. some good food. <laughs> That's Christelle. Yeah, that's present. great. Yeah. That is awesome. The tortillas that that came out of nowhere, and I love it. We love yeah. random stuff. That's great, Christelle. Thank you so much for spending some time with us this morning. Three big questions that shape your future. Have a merry Christmas, you and your family. 
Yes, Merry Christmas.